Welcome to episode 23 of the Off Kilter podcast, how to have healthy skin with the skin wizard, Kat. Kat is a holistic dermal therapist who is also known as the skin wizard. And that's a pretty cool name. Uh, And she shares at the start of the episode how she got the name, the skin wizard. Kat practices out of her studio space in Malbs in Australia. And this episode is full of nuggets. So you will need a pen and a notebook to take notes. And you'll probably have to listen to it a few times. Kat has been practicing for over 20 years. And her passion for skin was birthed from her own experience with a really bad chronic case of cystic acne that no one could fix. She's also had hormonal imbalances, which really has led her to pursue this passion in skin, but she's also spent the last 10 years studying hormones and gut health. We talk about so many things, Uh, the three biggest things that negatively impact our skin. She shares what three things we can do to have better skin, and she breaks this down into hormonal health, gut health, and the products that we use. We also talk about antioxidants, vitamins, the sun, uh, the controversial subject on sunscreen, and why organic skin products aren't good for your skin. Uh, We chat about foods for healthy skin, supplements, products, seed cycling, her top resources for learning more about the skin, and so much more. She is a knowledge bomb dropper, uh, and she is one of the most curious, knowledgeable, and kind humans I know, and she is damn good at fixing people's skin. So I hope you enjoy this episode today as much as I did. Uh, I could talk to her for hours. Uh, I just love her. So let's do this. Let's learn how to have happy, healthy skin. This is the Off Kilter Podcast. It is about breaking rules, listening to your ovaries, and coloring outside of the lines. Each week, we will connect and be in conversation about how to reignite your sexuality, feel powerfully graceful, and deeply connected to your body, all while navigating life. I am your teacher, Amy Kate Burr. This is episode 22 of the Off Kilter podcast, and I am with the delicious cat. Uh, she is also known as the Skin Wizard. So, welcome, cat, and thank you for being on the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm excited to have a chat. <laughs> yeah, and let's start right there at how did you become the skin wizard because that's a pretty Mm. cool name I think anything that has wizard in it is very intriguing (laughs) I think that was a nickname some clients started and um it was a little catchy and it caught on 
So it was from um, a group, a big group of community that I treat. Uh, I think I remember the guy who started it. It was the guy, <laughs> of course. And uh, it kind of, I think, made the boys in the group a bit more comfortable seeing a skin specialist. And, um, and then, it, yeah, caught on a little bit. Yeah, yeah so it's kind of funny. <laughs> it's, um, it's very catchy. Uh, yes. And where did, so I'd love to just jump into like your story behind mm-hmm. your journey into becoming uh, a wizard with skin uh, and opening mm-hmm. your beautiful clinic uh, in Melbourne mm-hmm. that you opened up. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how old is the baby now? So, gosh, it's been such a progression, in all honesty. So um, the, new, the new physical studio was opened in August last year. Um, prior to that, we five years in a commercial space. Um, and before that, gosh, I was in medical practice and private practice for, you know, 15 years prior to that and had a, kind of a, a hobby on the side where I used to help a lot of my friends who couldn't afford to look after their skin and I was doing that at home and that became kind of rolled out to be um I had no opportunities to um there wasn't enough hours in the day so I kind of had to give up something so I ended up choosing my passion which was helping all those people um at home and then growing that to be now yeah the medical practice that I have that's a bit more of a got a holistic I suppose angle to it less less formal, a little bit more looking at the body from the inside out and outside in. Yeah. yeah and that's um, not just with spending time with you, but like, that's how like you are as a brand, like a holistic mm. dermal therapist. And it's mm. not, uh, yes, it's about the skin, but there's so many, just like skin has lots of layers, like your, yes. the way that you teach and you practice has so many layers. And I'd love uh, to hear about like, how did you even become interested in skin? Mm, okay. So um, even growing up, I grew up in a family that um, chose alternative medicine. So we never, I was like the kid in the canary mine, you know, that um, reacted to every medication that was in the Western realm. So I was even as a, a little, little girl, um, I always was immunized through through naturopathy because I reacted to every drug. So I was always um, more interested in the alternative side of life. So I was brought up with more naturopathic medicine and my Nana kind of was that way inclined as well. So my whole family was sick. That's kind of the choice we would make. So I was always very open to that as a very young girl. So I was sort of chasing more sort of the naturopathy road. Um, However, when I hit a certain age, I kind of developed a really rare case of acne that was quite, yeah, it was, it was quite horrific. And, and no one really could treat it back then. We didn't have what we know. We didn't know what we know today. And, you know, female health has come such a long way. You would know that with, with your training and, and what you're teaching. Um, and what I've learned today is that nothing in the body is singular. Every system communicates with every other system. So it makes no sense if our largest living organ being our skin isn't affected by the food we put in our mouth, how we exercise, but also um, the nutrition density, you know. So hormones ultimately are just chemical messengers which need nutrition for fuel and our skin needs nutrition for fuel. So we're just learning now more recently how we can use antioxidants topically not to actually um, fix deficiencies that will fix cell misfiring or not 
working as they were designed to. Um, something I teach a lot with skin is that we're not in Australia. We have a lot of sunlight and um, we're not Aboriginal. Average, I don't actually get to treat any Indigenous clients. So most of my clients are um, Anglo-Saxon or from countries where their origin bloodline is in Australia. So our skin can't adapt to this kind of environment. So we need to learn how to feed the skin and protect it a little bit more intelligently with the right nutrition topically, not just internally. So it can now be um, more robust to our environment. I love the outdoors. I love to play outside a lot, which means I don't want to make my skin more sensitive to its environment. I want to make it stronger so it's more robust and then it can slow down disease being any forms of cancers or chronic aging or photo damage. Yeah, it's um, getting more exciting because we're getting better tools and um, we're getting more science to show that this is, this is the way forward. This is the future of skincare. Yeah. Hmm. So you talked about sunlight. What are a -hmm. few other things that actually cause harm to our skin that damage our skin? Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of how I explain in in the clinic a lot. So basically our skin cells, the predominantly the fuel they need to do their job is an antioxidant called vitamin A. And vitamin A is a super confusing conversation because it has different esters. So I like to explain it's like five separate sisters, but they are from the same family, but they're totally different personalities and they have (laughs) very different jobs, right? So our skin is predominantly made of a storage form of that vitamin A called retinol palmitate predominantly. Um, There's some other esters involved. Now that actually equates to a natural SPF. If you can hold that in the skin, it becomes an SPF of 25 plus, which is pretty, um, like it's amazing because that makes it more robust to that sunlight and that environment. Now what denatures, so we're born with 95% of that roughly in our skin. So when we come out into this world, that's what makes our skin do its job. It protects us, it keeps us hydrated, it stops acne, it keeps everything humming and happy along. But as we expose our skin to all forms of light, so from direct light to we're getting a lot new problems today with um, blue light. So we're finding blue light can break down that vitamin A even quicker. Um, and then we also got um, radiation and pollution. So all of these things um, create free radical damage in the skin. So without giving you a chemistry lesson, um, basically <laughs> the skin, when it's exposed to it's like corrosion. So if you think of a piece of metal you put in the ocean, the, so the seawater corrodes that metal. That's kind of what's happening to your skin on a daily basis. We just don't have a really quick feedback link. So when we go outside, we don't really think about it. We don't think that we've just lost a whole lot of vitamin A out of the skin. The lighter you are, the quicker you lose it because the less protection you have. So we're all born with the same amount of pigment cells in our body or melanocytes. It's the size of them that changes. So someone with a beautiful um, olive complexion is going to have a larger melanocyte to someone who grew up or has a bloodline from Scotland who has a very, very small pigment cells. So when you're exposing your skin to that violet light, uh, whether it be UVA or B or pollution, predominantly your skin's losing that precious antioxidant. And then by losing that, it can create a tan, <laughs> which is what a lot of us chase. A lot of us <laughs> when we look nice and brown. Um, but, but that tan comes at a cost. 
and it's like a bank account and if you don't top it back up you're more fragile the next day so a lot of people eventually hit the age of nine years of age and already if you grew up in Australia you really lost a lot of that vitamin A stores so that's why the funny thing is my niece is two and a half and um, she uses vitamin A on her skin her mum helps her with it she's learning how to put on she thinks it's cool uh, she copies her mum so you know this is the thing that earlier you can stop the deficiency the better and when you learn more about the mechanics of the skin, the cool or the exciting thing is you can repair it. You can repair it, but there is um, an individual road. There's no one size fits all because we all have different epigenetics. So different environments have caused our skin to have different deficiencies and different damage. So I love when they use a lot of studies on identical twins. Mm. Well, you'll take one twin that has um, been a smoker, for example, and one who has not. And the smoker will be chronically aged, you know, a lot more pollution damage, a lot more um, um, photo damage in that skin because of that amount of pollution, that free radical. They say one puff of cigarette smoke is about 3,000 free radicals roughly to the face, which is, imagine if you're just even around that. So... A lot of us aren't realizing, I think, just the daily exposure. So there is really simple methods by using the right um, products, but also um, methods, ingredients to actually just simply repair that um, damage over time. And then there is protocols to, to regenerating the skin as well, just depending on each person. Yeah. Okay. So light, all forms of light, mm -hmm. they mm -hmm. cause... Would you say that they're probably, it's probably like the biggest thing that causes the yeah. damage? In Australia, yes. In yep. some countries, they have a really high amount of pollution, you know, yep. so they mightn't see as much light, but they'd see more pollution. So I have um, some clients that I treat from Russia. So because they grew up in Russia, there's a higher level of pollution, less light. So the actual how their collagen elastin has been broken down is different to an Australian. Yeah. So again, our environment, but yes, yeah, so light's a huge one. Um, pollution, obviously free radicals in the air, you know, you take a bite out of an apple, it goes brown. Oxygenation, yeah. it ages the apple. You look at a marathon runner, anything that says ultra in front of it and you look at their skin compared to <laughs> a, a sprinter. Yeah. So the amount of even oxygen is free radicals. Now, so it's aging the body. So we come back to what, what is the counterbalance of free radicals? It's antioxidants. What's the king of antioxidants in skincare? Vitamin A. Yeah. So when yeah. you say antioxidants, I think most people automatically think of food, like straight away. Mm. Mm -hmm. They don't mm -hmm. think of like antioxidants actually being in skincare. And mm. I would love to go, well, two places with that. <laughs> like yes. the food side, because that's a big yeah. passion area of yours mm -hmm. and super mm -hmm. important. Like what we eat yeah. obviously plays yeah. a really big role in mm -hmm. like our skin health. But on the mm -hmm. other side of it is the product side of it, mm -hmm. which is another really cool conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. Multi-billion dollar industry and mm -hmm. everyone uses skin products, but I'd love mm -hmm. for you to speak about, um, I guess like the good things and the bad things. So like, mm. like just that the average supermarket staff, like people that yeah, aren't cool. aware of the product that they're using and then the product mm -hmm. that you use and why you believe mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. All right. There's a lot of questions there. So I'm going <laughs> to 
try and um, dissect it. So um, I'll start with uh, I'll start with the blood. So with, yeah. yes, what we put in our body becomes us. We know that 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 is true. And Hippocrates said, "The father of medicine, all disease begins and ends in the gut." So I definitely believe in having a really good um, mechanics, both in that ecosystem in the gut. Um, is going to have a huge reflection on our skin. So there's no doubt of that. that, that I see that every day as I repair clients' um, gut. You can see that translating to their skin. Um, so when we eat food, if we have a healthy gut, we're lucky enough to turn that into healthy blood, hopefully full of antioxidants, and that is going to um, help nourish our skin from the inside out. However... Uh, unfortunately, we live in a world that's pretty toxic today, you know, our natural resources have changed, um, which means uh, natural water even has more toxins than it used to. So unless you have filtration systems, there's, um, there's a lot of ke like unnoticed chemicals that are going into our body every day. And that, that's why like a lot of our main organs are already so low in vitamins. We're lucky if they're getting there, let alone to our skin. So when they say you eat, Vitamin A, let's say we had some beef liver in our meal. That's mm. the highest form of concentrated retinol um, vitamin A that our body can um, metabolize. That's going to take seven hours to get into my bloodstream. I'm going to be lucky if that goes to my skin because usually my liver is going to need it and my gut's going to need a lot more. So when I apply it in a medical form, so it has to be from a skincare brand that's usually through a practitioner, which means it's licensed to work with the practitioner only. And if the company has made the vitamin, because I, I really believe in quality. So quality over quantity. So when you're buying a lot of volume of things, it doesn't mean it's good. So sometimes you can sort of waste your time and money using too much of trial and error and just not using the right amount of quality. So in food, we know that's true. So if you're buying your vegetables off local farmers um, who didn't have great quality soil, great quality care and love, less chemical, that tastes completely different to something that's been from a supermarket in the refrigerator. So skincare is exactly the same. This is a big one that I think a lot of people for some reason still get quite shocked over. Organic skincare is not good for your skin. Yes. Right. So this was one of the questions. So I had yeah, a, it's a big a, one. Yes. A lady write in saying, I would like to know, do you think that organic or plant-based or vegan or earth-friendly mm. skincare is any mm. or is it better? All right. I'm gonna really give a quick explanation. Okay. So basically <laughs> our skin care, our skin doesn't have a digestive system. So when you take a, a whole food and you apply it to your skin, it is a different species. It cannot, you most of all eat it because your body is going to be able to figure out how to break that down to its internal digestion and turn it into an antioxidant. Your skin doesn't have that, that, that ability. So that's why with skincare, we need a, we need a lab to actually pre-digest it. And that's where cosmetic chemists are worth their weight in gold because now we never used to be able to do this. This is why in the clinic, I can fix things today in 2020 and 2019 that I couldn't do in 2018, <laughs> you know, because oh they're God. getting better at pre-digesting and making strands of these active ingredients that our body's naturally made of. Yeah, our, our skin is naturally made of antioxidants, predominantly vitamin A, C and E, a little bit of acids, lactic acids, fats and lipids. Um, and we need to put skin care on that's pre-digested so it actually can go in. And that actually is in a, a percentage. So a dose, 
the dose can determine if something is good for us or toxic for us. Yeah, we know that with water. You know, we've heard people have died from drinking too much water. So with anything, you need to... It is much more helpful if you want a result to work with someone who knows how to program or, or guide you because they, they should understand what percentage of that ingredient is in the product, how potent it is and the quality of it. And then if you, if you use that, you're going to get change. But if you... This is the easiest way for the over-the-counter or practitioner range. Usually something over-the-counter has a 1% uptake into a living cell. Medical should have 30 to 100%. So as a practitioner, wow. if I'm putting 1% of that antioxidant to the skin, it's boring. The skin isn't <laughs> going to change. You're already exposing your skin daily to, to oxygen and light, artificial or direct. It's all going to denature the vitamin A. And there's a good chance... Everyone, most people, even me, has to work so hard on not making my skin or rebuilding the deficiencies of the vitamin A in my skin. So if I want my skin to age slowly and fix all the personal problems I have, which my history has been acne and pigmentation, I've had lots of hormonal problems, lots and lots of problems, but that's made me so passionate about teaching and it and, and keeps me thirsty to be curious, to keep learning, to keep seeking out something better because science is at a point now that I think it's just going to start skyrocketing from here. Like what I've seen holistic dermal therapy do in a very short period of time, I'm 20 years into working with clients. 20 years is, is standing old, but <laughs> I'm 36 now and I've literally, um, I, I've been, I started this really young and, and this, is, this was something that, we, we, we just couldn't do the stuff we can do today. So we have to thank cosmetic chemists for that. And I think also where we're at, where um, I'm finding it's much easier to invite people to be open about what they put into their body. Um, they're more aware of that sugar um, is, is, is a poison. It's sort of food group. So it has a really negative effect on our body. It actually processes, um, there's a process in our body called glycation, which means it actually eats away collagen and elastin. It pigments and ages the skin. So we, we definitely don't want to be eating much of that. And then the main ones with acne and things like this, we know that dairy products are very inflammatory in the body. Wheat products, because it's been basically genetically changed, it's very inflammatory in the body. So there are certain foods that we just know that they're going to equate to making us older, potentially giving us some pigmentation, some acne. Um, and so we, we kind of like move away from them and, and fill up on more of the, the whole foods. Yeah. There's no one, I don't believe there's a diet for everyone. Yeah. I just think we need to eat more plant-based and then um, adapt it to your own body's needs. Um, but with skincare, there's a process to fixing it. So products are important. Uh, I find if you're using stuff over the counter, 1% is not going to cut it. And often they're full of nasties. There's a lot of yucky stuff in there that causes a lot of problems because our skin is like our gut. So the more I study the gut, the more it makes sense <laughs> with the skin. It has an ecosystem, yeah? And when I started out in medical beauty, we were taught to rip it all off. And, and start again. Yeah, we used to use strong chemical peels and lasers and all these crazy, crazy treatments, oxygen patches, all this stuff that is so counterintuitive because our skin is actually a living organ that is actually designed to be living in the dermis, dermal therapy, meaning the, the lower living tissues, and that's where all the nutrition should be stored. And then it goes through five layers with the the cells die and they go through the epidermal structures to so the five layers where they, it's very thin. It's about a 
thickness of a piece of paper. So we're dealing with a fragile um, corneum. So there's five layers of the epidermis where it loses its nutrition, it dies off, it's just slough off. And then on top of that, we should have a beautiful film of oil called a barrier function. I've never had a new client come in the clinic and I put the scanner on their skin and they have a beautiful film of oil. They are all purple and stripped, uh, which means that their skin is like walking around without a band-aid, so it's reactive. So say, I'm really sensitive and I, you know, I react to everything. I'm like, yeah, because your skin doesn't have its natural protection. So um, we can easily fix that with just changing how you clean your skin. And then it, it has its own microbiome. How cool is that? So it actually yeah. has, like our gut, it has its own natural bacteria that is designed to, designed to protect it and, and work with it. And it has um, its own immune system. Yeah, so we have uh, these cells in our skin called Langerhans cells, and they float between the top layers and the bottom layers, epidermal and dermal junctions, and they protect us against disease. So we need, they need vitamin A. So if they have no vitamin A, hmm, that's where skin cancer is a huge conversation, and that's actually a big passion of mine is to prevent disease. I was listening to a podcast this morning, and uh, it was of the uh, creator of uh, Environment Skincare, which is the, the brand I work with here in Australia. And he is a top plastic surgeon from around the world. And he was calling um, what I do for a living a barefoot doctor. And in China, what that means is a barefoot doctor is they're the person you see before you have the disease. Yeah. yeah. And, and the more people do that stuff, the natural prevention stuff, the less they'll ever have to see um, any other sort of more stronger um, medicine. So I like that because I think we just, what I know now, I just wish I knew. I, I, I just, that's why I want to share it because you want to prevent so many people going through my, my story with all my skin and hormone problems. So hmm. yeah. I don't know if I answered everything, but that's. No, you did. <laughs> yeah. Um, so say someone comes into you, into you at the clinic and you, mm -hmm. they don't have that beautiful little protective layer uh, mm -hmm. where do you start with them mm -hmm. less than they think because yeah. I'm a referral based <laughs> therapist most people come in already seeing uh, a client a colleague a friend that I've been treating of theirs and they come in and they see maybe where they're up to so it's there's a progression like exercise you have to sometimes start with the basics and build. And sometimes people are using things that they should not be playing with. Their skin isn't, it's not helping them. Um, so I have to kind of take them back to basics you and get the foundation take right. Take things away from them. <laughs> it's like, ooh. So they often come in and they hear all the fancy stuff that their colleague might be doing that I've been working with. And they say, I want this and this and this and this. And I said, today you're allowed a cleanser. That's it. <laughs> so often that beautiful barrier function, if that's not healthy, you're not going to absorb anything. You're going to be reactive. And we want to be giving you therapeutic uh, levels of antioxidants going to rebuild your skin. But our skin is actually waterproof. Yeah, it's, it has a barrier function for a reason. It's designed to keep things out. So it's my job to help rebuild the barrier and to manipulate it to help the good stuff in. So I know when I eat vitamin A, which I do actually take quite a lot of vitamin A through my bloodline, especially in summer, because in summer we have extended daylight, which means I have a lower amount of vitamin A in summer than I do in winter. So I, I up my vitamin A in summer orally, 
but topically as well, because I need more protection. Remember that beautiful storage form vitamin A is an SPF of 25 plus in the skin. So I want to be actually building my skin to be more resilient, especially because I have a lot of pigmentation issues. I don't want them back. And if I don't keep my vitamin A high, I get um, sort of hormonal acne around my menstrual cycle. So I want to prevent all of that from happening. So I, I, I take on board it internally. And also when I apply it topically, if I have a good delivery system, so if I'm cleansing correctly with that special um, pre-cleansing oils and clay and then using a pH balanced cleanser, I'm able to, in about three hours, access the vitamin A I apply topically into myself. So that's a lot more efficient. So when someone comes in, I don't start with the insides because... I find the carrot is the mirror for me. So I, I, I treat a really amazing um, personal trainer who has a huge following and she's very, very good at what she does. And she, um, she always jokes, I wish my homework was as easy as yours. And I, some of my clients feel like easy <laughs> because I do get a bit complicated over time. But the thing is, uh, it takes two minutes to do it. You know what I mean? Where um, once you put on the right thing, if, if someone's helping you with that, you'll see change in the mirror really quick. And that mirror is my best friend because it will keep my client loyal to the program. The insides, once they can see physical change, then I might start coaching them on how I want them to start supporting uh, what they put in their mouth and lifestyle, more holistic lifestyle things. Because I think you can't change everything overnight and you want it to be sustainable and you want it to be successful. And it's all about results. And it's trying to make you at the end of this year to be stronger than you were right now. Yeah, so it's a long game. It's not a short game, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. I often speak of taking the long way home, like back into the <laughs> body instead of uh -huh. the short way home. So uh -huh. we often just want to take the shortcuts, the short way home, whether that's like, mm. you know, the diet or the certain exercise program or whether that's certain skin products or like we just want to get there and we want to get the results. Um, and we don't. I think there's the human nature there, isn't yeah. there? Yeah, but honestly, with, with skin, like you, often I do meet a lot of clients who will fly in for treatment because um, I've sort of become a little bit more that person you come to see if no one else can fix you as well. And when you do meet that personality, they've already spent a bit of time and money on, on something that they're already quite mm, physical. It's on your face, so it's quite emotional and you need to get them results. You need to get their trust by seeing change. So anything topical that that's where I can get changed quickly because that nutrition density will have a quick turnaround. And then once you have their trust, yeah, then, then they're a bit more inclined to do your seed cycling and take everything <laughs> or whatever you want them yeah. to do. So, and they're talking yeah. about the, the gut and yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> then they're like, all right, maybe I'll give up the sugar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So you're yeah, focusing initially on we're looking at these five layers and you're mm -hmm. looking at trying to go deep because what's happening is that mm -hmm. is is their skin so unhealthy? So whatever they're putting on there, is that not going deep and getting into where it needs to be? Usually not. So we have yeah. a scan. I can actually see in the clinic what's inside. And often it's pretty rare to have someone absorbing it. You just can't. Like over the counter, you're not going to get it too deep. It, it often, because vitamin A, how it functions, it has receptor sites. This is to try not to confuse you guys, but basically... These receptor sites are like a lock and key mechanism. And when you expose your skin to a lot of pollution and light, eventually those keys get a bit rusty now, mm. and now nothing's going to get in there. So 
the ironic story is when you have a child, they can go on really high levels of vitamin A because all their receptor sites are super healthy and they're functioning. So the vitamin A can get in there, it turns the lock, in it goes to the cell and that heals the DNA. That is the holy grail. That's what all our hopes and dreams are there because if the vitamin A stores stay high in the cell, it now can go to work and be a protection for you. It can hydrate your skin. It can correct any abnormality you see in a mirror. However, if those keys are really rusty, how we regrow them is we actually give it a really low percent of storage for vitamin A daily, twice a day. And on time, it rebuilds. And everyone has a different rate it rebuilds. It's maybe like depending on your genetics, I think, with muscles. I'm sure some people you would know that like some people's bodies grow muscle quicker than others, depending yeah. on your genes. So um, skin's a little bit like that. We all need to chase that same storage form of vitamin A, but how we how quick it changes is is individual. And that's why when I'm making recipes, if I want to, depending on your personality, if I want to see more change, sometimes I have to use some other ingredients with that vitamin A, other antioxidants or peptides or yeah, hyaluronic acids. I mean just to to nurture the cell so it feels good as you go through a transition. Okay. All right. So the first step is going through those layers, making sure our keys aren't going rusty mm -hmm. uh, and then using the right, correct product for us that mm -hmm. gives us the mm -hmm. nutrition to then mm -hmm. get the key into the lock. So then we get mm -hmm. the nutrition into the skin. Perfect. And that's okay. where you cook it because once the, <laughs> the, the DNA is actually got all that antioxidant, the body is designed to self-heal. You know, my job is just to fix deficiency. It's it's and to improve its delivery system because if it's not getting in, mm, what's it doing? It's sitting on top, and sometimes then it starts to irritate the skin. So active in ingredients sitting on top, so it, it can become quite irritating. But if you can go back to basics, rebuild the barrier function, then start supplementing lower percents because there's this competition in our human mind that wants to have the top, the highest, more is more. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so in your sure. product that you use, the, the yeah. ABST, it's like there's a yeah. one and then there's a five. Yes. And yeah, so there's actually most a zero people, as well. Okay, there's a zero. And most people want to jump straight to the five. Yeah, they want to go five. <laughs> yeah. Because we think that will get better results. But yeah. it's an illusion because you're just going to often irritate the skin more. Unless, you know, this is where there's no one size fits all. Like a child, no problem. I say, yeah, give that level to your children. They'll be fine. You will not. <laughs> As yeah. an adult, you've, you've already exposed your skin to an, a, lot, a lot of light. So um, let's, let's actually heal it. Let's, let's go back and do it properly. And it's, it can take a little bit longer, but it's, um, it's again, back to that long game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then you talk. So this is also like food is another whole side of it. And I, know, I guess, yeah, to. I can answer, <laughs> say that you, we've been working together and we're building up that barrier function. Mm -hmm. We're on a good routine with really good mm -hmm. product, nutrition's mm -hmm. coming in the skin, but something maybe mm -hmm. still not quite right. So I remember when I yep. started to see you, I would get like the redness around like uh, my upper yes. lip and my, around yep. near my nose. And mm -hmm. so what's going on there so say we're on mm -hmm. we're trying to fix the barrier function we're on good product but there's something mm -hmm. still not quite right and stuff still sure. coming up so um there's the skin's a bit of a roadmap for our health so when i look at face um 
I don't see your face normally. I normally see your organs and what's firing, what's fi- not firing. Um, it's a problem because I literally, like, sometimes I'll be with a friend and they're like, you know, you're diagnosing their skin. I'm like, I can't turn it off, but I, I can see what's going on. So in Chinese medicine, for example, they talk a lot about pressure points. So we know that anything around the mouth and jawline is usually related to the hormones. Okay, so if we're getting breakouts there, it's usually related to a deficiency and usually your mineral family or you're pushing too hard or something's going on there. But um, we also can get what's called perioral dermatitis, which is these little bumps and rashes around the mouth. That, to not go into it, um, specifically, once you can kind of see what's wrong, it's going back, usually gut-related, usually your hormones need a little pushing. You could be also working a little bit hard in your adrenal glands. Like there is, <laughs> there's all these systems that all talk together. So the good news, I suppose, my job is um, to see this pattern. So even though there's no one-size-fits-all, there's patterns in nature, there's patterns in human behavior. And my passion is to try and guide someone down the quickest, most effective road without we're saving them time and money. So we're trying to get them results and not wasting their time getting distracted through trial and error. So yeah, we just want to follow the right patterns. And that's what your skin was showing. There was patterns there that we needed to go down and heal some inside stuff. Yeah. And I know (laughs) it's very, uh, it's, I kind of want you to give me maybe like a few things that we can do to have better skin. So I know it's very specific and people see you for very particular ideas Mm -hmm, uh, um, mm -hmm. and, and problems, but Mm -hmm. I think like you just said, there's like, there's a generalist thing here as well, just Mm -hmm, with training mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Mm -hmm, You want to do something or you want to achieve something. There's a general process or method that you can do. And so with your skin and it can be anything. Mm -hmm. So you can talk about the products, you can talk about not exposing to this. You can talk about gut Mm -hmm. health, food, Mm -hmm. But maybe mm-hmm. just three to five things that all right, let's try without seeing you, the wizard, <laughs> yes. that we yes. could do. All right. So I think let's let's cover a few big subjects. So hormones. Yeah. The three biggest things for hormonal skin problems being either acne or pigmentation or um, rashes. Um, loosely, the three things: zinc internally, taking zinc at night before bed. Remember, zinc isn't predominantly, especially in Australia, New Zealand, there's very low zinc and magnesium in our soil. So we're really low in our food. So taking it usually at night um, will help lower cortisol and it helps um, the hormones to do their job. So that's something I love. Uh, Seed cycling, um, and you can put a link to this in the show notes for you, but seed cycling is something you can all do. Uh, it's literally taking specifically ground, freshly ground seeds and adding them into your daily meals. I do it every day, about two tablespoons a day. And that supports your estrogen progesterone, which gives nutrition to reduce any flare-ups in the skin. Um, and the third one I use a lot for men and women is it's a product made in Australia. It's called Anne's Wild Yam Cream. And it's basically a blend of um, herbs that actually help give the building blocks to basically make hormones fire correctly predominantly increased progesterone it helps the adrenal cortex which is for the stress hormones in the body but incredible that they're the three weapons um i do for any hormonal acne or skin problems i love that weapons um, they are And, and and remember with internal it can take up to three months to show up in the skin so you have to commit if you want to see the results with that. Um, so that's from a hormonal point of view. Gut, um, 
we know that it has a whole ecosystem and if if you're just wanting to be healthy and don't have any really um, abnormal bowel movements or anything going on there um, just remember that basically um, a good probiotic I think it's really important and using I like to use a lot of collagen so I use collagen gelatin in my daily diet, which helps rebuild the walls of the gut. A probiotic helps the beneficial bacteria. And then eating a lot of soluble fiber. So plant-based foods that doesn't break down super completely in the gut, which will actually grow a lot of that healthy beneficial bacteria. We know our gut and our mind speak about every 30 seconds on the feedback loop. So having healthy gut is going to also have so many more ripple effects in your daily life that your skin has its own microbiome so obviously um, the health of that gut is going to represent the skin so that's gut um, and then the foods that's going to really set off your skin age you quicker cause a lot of skin problems is dairy all forms of dairy <laughs> um, sugar processed sugar and wheat so trying to keep those three away and eat less out of eat real food Eat less things out of the yeah. package. Learn if you want to eat plant-based, learn how to prepare your legumes better, you know. So soaking them, pressure cooking them, things like that. So that's really quick on food. And then skincare. All right, that's a tricky one. <laughs> I know. I have a bias, but um, I think you need to learn about where you're buying it from. So for me, I choose a brand that they make, they, they, they own their own manufacturing lab and they make the vitamins under filtered air and special red lights and they package it in thermal packaging so it's not off and I have the date underneath so I know when it was made and when it has to be opened by because if an antioxidant is off, it's rancid, it's not doing anything for your skin. And then I don't think the average person has to worry too much about wasting money on skincare. I think they can seek out someone who should be able to guide them. Um, however, um, don't use big scrubs or foaming products. They're going to strip away all that beautiful barrier. So more of a cream-based cleanser and pre-cleansing oils are really welcome. And then with vitamin A, don't go to retinol straight away. Yeah. <laughs> it's an exfoliant. Um, retinol, I'll uh, is, is, is made up of 3% of our cell and has amazing anti-aging effects, but um, more look into uh, the storage forms of vitamin A. And, and the only company that, that actually, the best in the world is Environ, but it is um, made in South Africa. And um, we're lucky here in Australia, we get a little bit stronger than the rest of the world. So it's, um, it's still available in a lot of countries. So you, you should be able to still try and track that down. And then um, sunscreen. Uh, sunscreen is a huge conversation and I could do a whole podcast. On I was sunscreen. just going to say, we could With do a whole sunscreen. podcast on sunscreen. Yes, yeah, it's a huge, um, so a lot of confusion. With sunscreen, I never go above SPF 15 or 30. 30 is my max because basically chemicals, the chemical load and your heating in the skin is never a great thing because it causes a cascade of what's called a free radical, which means it can age and pigment the skin. So we want to keep the... The, um, the chemicals lower to SPF 15 and we want to boost up the antioxidants because the antioxidants predominantly, if it's a storage form of vitamin A, becomes a natural sunscreen anyway. So they actually, um, they love the cell back together again. So they actually mop up all the free radical damage and they protect our cells from pigmentation and, and light damage. So with sunscreen, I look for titanium dioxide, zinc oxide, a combination between what's called organic and inorganic particles. So one reflects heat and one absorbs. 
and then heaps and heaps of antioxidants because antioxidants are going to boost it. And that's kind of acts as a bit of a shield. So I've got my, I've cleaned it. So I've prepared my skin with a pre-cleansing oil and a beautiful cream cleanser. Now I have applied my therapeutic recipe. So for me in a day, I'm using vitamin A, C and E, plus I'm using a little bit of other goodies and peptides and finger block and things like this. And now I'm going to protect it for the day with my sunscreen. Now at nighttime, I kind of do it all over again, but instead of using sunscreen, I'll probably use an exfoliating form of an alpha hydroxy acid, which is a gentle way to take off that damage layer and speed up my metabolism in my skin. Because as I'm aging, once I hit 30, I'm 36, um, my cells, the rate they divide halves, which is kind of depressing really, but <laughs> once cell metabolism halves, now I have to work harder. So I'm using, yeah. I throw in there a little bit of um, alpha hydroxy acid to speed up my metabolism in my skin. Yeah. And that's going to make me wake up really glowing and, and hydrated and pretty and not have to worry about too much apart from giving it enough food to protect it from what I'm about to do the next day. Hmm. Yeah. I love how you speak about it like that. You speak about the product as a recipe, like ingredients mm. that are going in that like, just like our food, there's all these ingredients that make the meal that mm. give us the nutrition. And when you speak about it, cause it's living and I don't know, some, I think mm. sometimes we mm. forget that. We forget mm. that it's this- a living organ. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's also our first line defense and it's got to represent us for every or as long as we're lucky to be on this earth. And I think we kind of forget that too, because a lot of people yeah. invest a lot in these pretty houses and cars and, and, and that's lovely and clothes, but um, oh, I'm biased, but my skin is something that it's going to literally, I, I, I don't mind how long I get on this earth, but I definitely want to, um, I want to be healthy and I want to not have to wear makeup and worry about um, self-conscious of my skin and, and when you wake up I don't know I see it all day in clinic like as you fix people's skin their, their confidence improves and, yeah. and and there's something about their relationships and, and it, it just it, it feel it makes you feel good but it is an organ that is a blessing because when I see hiccups in my skin that's just my body telling me ah you forgot to take your zinc last night Oh, you ate the wrong food. Oh, you're not sleeping enough. Like, you know, basic things um, that it's keeping me honest and accountable. And that's what I, I try and want to do more of in clinic is to teach because I think knowledge is power. And when you understand how your own personal skin is working, what it's telling you, ah, then you can be your own doctor. You can be your own barefoot doctor. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can treat yourself. Prevent. Prevention is, 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 is the gold mine. Um, and I truly believe if people knew how their skin worked and a little bit more how their insides worked, they'd be more inclined to make better choices and we would have less skin cancer. We would have less dysfunction in the skin and in yeah. hospitals. <laughs> yeah. So it is. The skin is sending messages, just like the body sends mm. messages. If mm. there's something mm. going on with the hormones or you're in pain or yeah. something, it's all messages. Mm -hmm. and that's it's a free test. Yeah, and, and I, I think worked a lot in uh, different clinics that dealt with a lot more of the naturopathic medicine and things like this. We used to have our clients spend a lot of money on testing. And today, I, I don't have to because you can look at the skin and that's where the wizard comes in because sometimes people go, <laughs> how do you know that? Like they, I'm asking them questions that's very specific to maybe their menstruation or their diet or, and they're lying to me basically. And they're telling me, no, 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 I didn't do that. And I'm like, 
I'm just curious and I keep brainstorming out loud because I talk a lot and uh, I'm trying to figure out in my head, you know, like I have to put my detective hat on every day with every single person I get to work with because I need to try and figure out how to undo what they've just done and not everyone wants to tell you what they've just done. Yeah. It's like maybe if someone said, could you write me a food diary? And all of a sudden their food diary is not what they're eating because yeah. they're like, yeah, I had one chocolate yeah right. Yeah. you had you can see it on their face <laughs> yes and they're like ah are you a witch I've been asked that a few times like how do you know are you psychic I'm like no it's your body it's a free test it's just like your menstruation is the same how your how your body extracts waste it's all telling us what the mechanics is doing and um, maybe not everyone's as passionate to know the nitty gritty but my job is to at least try and teach you what you need to know and hopefully then you can become your own little doctor and go, ah, I remember last time I had that dairy product and five days later all that acne came up. Ah, okay. All right. And maybe all right, I won't have it next time. And it's okay to do the wrong thing, but it's less stressful when you know the why. And then it's a little bit more easier to start making better habits. Yeah. yeah, I think it's a beautiful way to build trust with yourself as well. Mm. Um, trust with your well, body, trust with... Yes, yes. It's a kind of the opposite of fear, isn't it? Because I yeah. think we, we sometimes act out of fear more than trust. <laughs> so that's, often we're not taught. When I went to school, they didn't teach me about my menstrual cycle or any of this stuff. Like, I wasn't taught. So, yeah. you know, I had to find out the hard way. So... Um, hopefully we can try and help less people go through that, especially at those points in our lives where adolescence is very vulnerable. And um, I didn't know that my body was so low in minerals and that's why it wasn't working. Or my skin was so low in vitamins and that's why it wasn't, it wasn't doing what I wanted to do in the mirror. So um, now we get to teach that and help more and more people. It's, it's beautiful. I love that. And we're going to finish mm -hmm. just with a few questions that I have for you. Mm -hmm. So, um, you said that you're super curious and you're an investigator and I love that because you're always mm -hmm. researching something. What are mm -hmm. you curious about right now? Mm. Um, right. So there's a few things. Um, trying to think because there's so, I've got three things I'm on the go. So one is <laughs> adrenal cortex. So I'm really working on that because I'm trying to help more teenagers reduce the acne. Um, and the hormone testosterone that drives it, the androgen hormone that seems to drive that sort of that really cystic acne. Um, so I've been um, researching that a lot. I'm, I never come too far away from how to make vitamin A uptake into our cells more efficient because that is the holy grail. Yeah. And medical needling. Medical needling is something I've constantly been trying to advance and advance, advance, which is a procedure that literally regrows the skin from the inside out. So yeah, that's okay. probably the three. <laughs> okay. What are your top three resources? Like if I want to mm -hmm. learn more about maybe my skin mm -hmm. health or my gut health mm -hmm. or food, what would you mm -hmm. recommend? I think um, I actually, I make a private group for my clients because there's so many and I'm trying to, um, to share with them the stuff I look at. But I, I look into environmental skincare, learn a little bit about the history of Dr. Des Fernandes. Feel free to Google him and learn. He has a lot of he's got some good podcasts he's got um, some good articles online and start understanding he's a godfather who really got into researching vitamin a there's no one in the world who has spent as long really on that subject so that's why i love to learn from him um i think with hormone stuff there's a few um um 
there's a book called the what is it dr joel in brighton she has some good information about um the contraceptive pill and hormones and acne and related to that yeah beyond the pill um, i think it's called beyond the pill that's yep. the one yeah um one of my first naturopathy teachers um barbara o'neill she has a million youtube channels yes. she's a little bit long and dry but i think that's got some good content there um i think uh i think there's there's a lot but they're they're, they're, they're the three that are pretty they've got a lot of information yeah, yeah. a lot of history there hmm. beautiful uh is there anything that i should have asked but didn't uh, okay. probably, <laughs> probably not because i can talk too much so i can take one question and go with an hour if you need to so um no i think i hopefully that makes sense i, I think uh Maybe the organic skincare might upset a few people. Uh, it's a touchy one. Um, but just remember that I think for me, I always think about like, yeah, how is that going to get in? It's a different species. That's why I've never seen so much skin inflammation, pigmentation problems and chronic aging from good things, but in the wrong area. So yeah. um, just, just remember that. Sometimes if you, if you, if you don't want to access like strong antioxidants that are medical, sometimes it's just better to use... Uh, more basic, basic moisturizers and things, less, less, um, less strong plants. Yeah. Especially if you're histamine client, you'll just react. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you need to start a podcast. No, <laughs> yeah, one do. day, 2021. <laughs> I know you've yeah, had a really like big year and you love to talk, but maybe I you know, could just hit record when you're in the clinic all day and then you could just like record yourself and like edit yes. it out because you, know, you are, because what I've been doing recently is this, like, so if a client keeps asking me the same question, I've been videoing it and putting it on the private client group which is just a locked group for clients only. And now they stop asking. Yeah. They say, I just watched it a few times. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's so nice. We can talk about a different subject. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, look, it, it, I think if something's been your, your absolute passion, um, it, it just, it kind of rolls off the tongue, you know? Yeah. And, I, and I could tell you story after story of what works and what doesn't work. But at the end of the day, if you even take 1% from all of this information, you've gained something and I'm grateful. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to thank you for creating the space and, and sharing all, all the no. information that you did today. And I know we're just probably on the first layer, just like the skin <laughs> in this yes. podcast. And there's so many layers and it's so complex. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'm really so grateful for um, your time. Oh, and it's my pleasure. Yeah, I can't wait to listen to your podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> maybe I need your support. We'll just do yeah. a, an episode one, two, three, and move on. Yeah, but well, maybe we could do honestly, them in parts. We could do specific yeah, ones break, on like maybe issues, up. maybe just gut health, and then yes. Yeah. And Thank just you so try much. and stay on target. Yeah, and try. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you so much, Kat. Oh, thanks, darling. Take care. Bye. Bye. Beautiful. Thank you. If you have any questions, you can connect with me on Instagram at amykatebow. I also write a daily blog. You can sign up on my website, amykatebow.com. Thank you for making the space to listen today. Remember... Take the long way home. Bye for now.